I, I love Kevin there. Smith too, but his forays into horror. Red State, perfect. Red State was amazing. I've never seen Red I State. I would not call Tusk, it perfect, but it was good. But isn't Tusk, Tusk one of the best horror movies of all time, Andy? According to a Reddit user last night, yes. yes. That Reddit user lied Reddit user? to yes. you. Let me pull it up. That was the best Reddit user name, I'm sorry. It's worth it. <laughs> lied to you. It's a, it's a little bit Mabim Bam, but I'm going to go there because holy <laughs> shit. Mabim Bam? What? My brother, my brother, and me. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, according to Reddit user Sir Farty Farts a lot, okay. is Seriously. Tusk one of the greatest horror movies of all time. That person needs to lay off the molly. Yeah. Fuck. Incidentally, 15 <sighs> comments, every last one of them said no. I can't get the candy coated razor blades. I am the 10 pounds of plus sitting on Pinky Tuscadero's cheeks. And these are my co-hosts, Alex and Andis. Uh, Alex and... Now, Alex and Andy, please. Andis. You're Andis now. I am Andis. Andis. Anyway, introduce yourselves, boys. Hi, I'm Andis. Apparently. And do you know what you need? TM. Transcendental meditation. Lisa and I do it every morning. Boy, that sort of stuff really works. I stopped biting my nails. Lisa got rid of her nervous diarrhea. And then I went to TA, you know, transactional analysis. I'm okay, you're okay, that sort of stuff. And then I went through EST. And finally, Zen. Oh, boy, that was some sort of spiritual trip. And now I'm writing haikus. Oh, no. That's Japanese poetry. Oh, my God. Please kill me. Go. <laughs> to watch or not to watch, that is the question. Whether it is nobler in the mind to suffer the kills and agonies of outrageous movies <laughs> or to let them die among a sea of film and by forgetting end them. To forget to think no more. And by forgetting to say we end the bad acting and the thousand natural shocks the eye is heir to. Tis an oppression devoutly to be lost. To watch. To laugh. To laugh perchance to enjoy. I, there's the rub. My jaw hurts. And this is Alex. Bob, stop rubbing. Don't, no. This is not Just the time to come rub. already, God. Oh, God, my jaw hurts. <laughs> that was rub. almost as good as the bird girl speech. <laughs> <laughs> to rub, perchance to cream. <laughs> we are talking about New Year's Evil today because it is New Year's Eve. Yay, happy and New Year's. And this will come out on New Year's Day. It will, because we're awesome that way. <laughs> and if we get it right, I'm going to put this together before I go get shit-faced. Yeah, please do that, please. Not after. Because <laughs> you know, waiting until like 8 o'clock on Christmas Day for the Christmas present for the audience was horrible. You're I a bad had, person. Yeah, the Christmas You're present for the audience that came out on a regularly scheduled time. Yeah, I know. Well, no, it usually comes out around noonish. It came around around 8 p.m. Oh, my Lord, Bob. Anyway. Actually, a couple weeks before that, it was coming up at like 12.01 a.m. because I was really on my shit. But I had a lot of work to do last weekend. Well, yeah, true. But, you know, get on that. Looking at you, yeah, like, you should pay him better. Andis is going to strike Andis. and create a union. <laughs> yes, let's get on that. Andis Hurry is a, up and talk, Bob. Andis is actually Andy's Andis. union rep. <laughs> Hi, everybody. This is Andis from the Steno Pool. 
I just want to talk to you about... I don't know what. Some about girls, hobby. Some girls and I from Audit Services audit. got together. <laughs> no, audit <bought> a lottery. <laughs> With a bottle of Merlot. Got a lottery ticket. <laughs> so before we get into the movie, we're going to go ahead and talk about our tops and bottoms <laughs> of the year. 2017. 2017. So uh, I personally am sticking to, you know, movies I've actually seen. That's a good so, that is a good, good strategy. Is anyone not sticking to movies they've seen? I God, I hope not. Uh, I think that's a unified strategy. It probably is. So, so, so just yeah. to, to clarify, we're doing, everybody has their top three and their we bottom do. one. Three their tops, top th one bottom. Three tops, one bottom, which is or unusual it, for Columbus. As I call it, Saturday night. Uh, oh, really? Because that's not a thing that happens that in this is city. not, because we are <laughs> a city full of bottoms. It's like three, 33 bottoms and half a top. <laughs> He's versed when he feels like it. Yeah. <laughs> God damn it. Anyway, so, so all right. Uh, so I guess different circles. Yeah, we apparently I need to find the circles you're in. Um, <laughs> he said you're in. <laughs> I mean, circles you're in is um, there's just so many jokes. I don't mm. know where to begin. Circles and rings. I don't know where to to, to insert. <laughs> This, that truly is the most sentient hole of a joke we've ever made. Uh, fuck you, Stephanie Meyer. And it's from accounting. Would like to have a word with you about your donut budget. He's, he's actually an HR now. I prefer bagels. And it's Andis has been in everywhere. She's quite the little whore. Uh, Andis, shut your balloon nut. Anyway. Balloon nut. Balloon Speaking of balloons, Bob, what are your top three? Speaking of balloons, yes, of course. Save so us. my top three of the year, and this is just because you know, we're combining like fun to watch. We're talking technical skills. We're talking, you know, even even a bit of nostalgia because my number one in this movie is, is it. The Academy really came together for this movie. We, we are serious fucking crazy. We, we have a year end list. We do have a year end list, which makes us like for real now. It just we're, makes this podcast. We're legitimate. Oh my god. So no, I mean it. We've already done the podcast on it. It was a lot of fun. I really enjoyed the update to it. Great movie. Get into it. Uh, second is going to be Get Out because that was just fucking fantastic. I mean, it, it it almost doesn't seem like horror, but it runs really quick and I enjoyed it. Uh, third is going to be The Babysitter. That was just a whole lot of fun. It a was whole lot of fun. fun. Um, Wait, I can't remember what my bottom one was. Oh, uh, yeah, Red Christmas, that abortion. What uh, up, Chuck? It was like, it was like abortion section. It was a, an abortion about abortion. <laughs> Within an abortion. I still liked it. Uh, you're you're allowed. I mean... Goddamn right I am. Of course fine. he's allowed. I mean, that I don't, I don't control your thoughts. I'm still surprised that of all the movies, that was your bottom. Uh, really? I mean... At least Kuso had some uh, kind of artistic value to it. <laughs> Kind of, ish, sort of. Maybe. Yeah, you're making you're making quite the uh, argument here, Baba. We're feeling your hatred. Yeah. No, but no, but Red Christmas was just suck. I think it was just stick. fresher. You should have watched both back to back to see which one um, you felt but like I, pounding harder. See, here's the thing: Red Christmas, <laughs> Red Christmas was just awful all around. With with Jerry being the bright spot, Kuso, I cannot watch again. Particularly since I enjoy food, and I don't want to end up losing so, the food that I've recently eaten. And that, folks at home, is the argument why Red Christmas is his worst film, and not 
Kuso. No, no, no. Kuso, Kuso, like I said, has artistic value. It's just gross. It's gross. And it, I, 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 I yes, I gave it zero stars, uh, uh, which is the same I gave Red Christmas, but no, I mean, they at least tried with Kuso. They tried. They tried. I they mean, tried real you're hard. You're just digging yourself the best little hole here of like no, every, just, every time you describe Kuso, you describe it much worse than Red Christmas. Really but, you're still, but you're still no. like, no, but Red Christmas was really worse. Trust me. I'm just going to no. be absolutely disappointed no. if Kuso is not on one of your worst. Oh, it's, it's definitely not on mine. See, that, that disappoints me. No. Kuso wasn't, by, I'll go Can next. Can I have a tie? No. I no. have a tie. I've never <laughs> seen you wear a tie. I, I own I, ties. I have Can... pictures on Facebook. You've seen me in them. Uh-huh. Yes, you do. Um, no, I, so, so uh, mine is not Kuso. I'll say my bottom first. Okay. So I, when I did this, lead with your bottom, my, <laughs> which he does, Andy. That's my life right yeah. there. That's my entire life. <laughs> yeah. Um, so my the way I approached this list, um, I wasn't as I didn't consult the Academy much like Bob. I didn't have any criteria. I just based it on the movies I saw. Which halfway through the year, I had some issues, and I haven't seen as many movies. So all of my movies come from like the first half of the year. Because that's when I was like going to films all the time. It's yeah. legit. Because there's yeah. some great movies that came out in the first half. It's true. It's true. Like the second half, I loved. I like. I loved it, but I kind of didn't do anything with the podcast. I let the po- I, I've yeah. said enough on the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> I talk. Um, so yeah. my my yeah, bottom chatty. is actually the movie that I was really excited about. Went and saw and was so pissed at. And it's mm. called American Fable. Oh, that one. Yeah. I haven't seen that one yet. So, but I don't okay, want to, so based like, on your if you watch, if you watch the trailer, it looks like this really neat picture of like a farm and this magical black knight that keeps showing up, who is also happens to be a woman, and there's a little girl, and like it's American about, Pan's Labyrinth. Yeah, Dude, like that sounds great. Yes, the real movie is a slow, painful film about people on farms hating mortgage owners and catching a banker. Who encamped and trapping him in a silo and watching this little girl that is way too old to have no one tell her that they're keeping someone in a silo illegally try to like befriend and feed and help this person while her brother actively abuses her and like totally slaughters her pet chicken and feeds it to her. Like this is well, this is this movie and the black knight that's all over the trailer is a dream she has once. It promised so much and it failed so miserably. Aww. It was a slog of like mortgages are bad and farmers are great. There we took yes and yes, but I mean eh, mm. financial planning farmers. That is disappointing. So yeah, that was definitely my bottom. My top three. My number one is Get Out. Hell's yes. It wasn't by far the best horror movie I saw this year, but it is the direction I want to see horror, and I want to see like people like Jordan Peele, minorities, and people with different voices. You know, not just white titties plastered on the wall. It's, you know, people slashing them. Not I love those movies. I love them, yeah. but yeah. I want more from my horror. I, I watch <laughs> enough that I can accommodate both. Yeah, right, right on. Uh, my second one is actually not a horror movie. Yeah, it's um, a Japanese animated film called Your Name. Is one of the best films I've seen all year. It's about two people who are switching into each other's bodies, and they have to kind of figure out how to communicate with each other and tell each other things because it happens at random. That sounds really cool. Yeah, it's super well done. It had it ends up having all of these like Shinto spiritual things that come up through the middle to the end. It mm. has a great twist that you honest I honestly did not see coming. 
it sounds it's I mean, it sounds like horror adjacent yeah it is it's all about kind of like the world is, like the town is going to be destroyed and there's no way out and they have mm. to figure out a way to save the town yeah. kind of comes out toward the middle it's not really a spoiler but the whole story playing out has fantastic twists to it right. that you just really you just love it I think the concept is just enough to get me into it yeah no yeah. it's a fan, it's so well done I saw the subtitles I saw it at the gateway Shit, yeah. beautiful Beautiful. It's not Ghibli, is it? No, no it's um, the same yeah, people who did that... The Boy and the Beast. Oh, okay. Also a fantastic movie from last year. <laughs> and then my number three slot is a tie for very different reasons. So you can mention two more movies? Um, well, it's because I I couldn't figure out which way I wanted to go. I'm one not of, hating. I'm, I'm not. One of them is Raw. Hell yeah. Mm-hmm. Raw, I never want to watch again. Really? Mm. I, and I love it. Oh. And I want to tell other people to watch it. And I'm like, I'm fine to talk about it. I'm but I really it. don't need to see the vet parts. Yeah. The vet parts are just, ugh, I just can't. I don't want to watch I it. still remember like, when we were talking about that. Like, it's, like none of that stuff, the really gory stuff and the stuff that everybody like squ- gets squicked out about. Yeah, that, it didn't that bother me. Bothered me. The vet stuff. It was like, the f- like, but her getting her bed thrown out the window was like the most traumatic fucking moment <laughs> of that movie for me. Um, but <laughs> so, Why did you do that to my bed? Seriously. Yeah. <laughs> like, I could see myself in that picture and I think I would have I cried. It, my, my, the, the shit, pulling the cow shit out of the cow and <laughs> cutting the dog in half during the conversation, those are the things that I'm just like, oh, I don't want to see it. That just doesn't... It I, doesn't bother me. Yeah. I could watch it again it easily, but I, I just don't need it. It just didn't... Yeah, never did the um, My other one is uh, The Black Coat's Daughter. I've yet to see it. Which I want to do on the podcast. So mm-hmm. if I, both of you want to hold off so or want to see it. So, yeah, I be, couldn't finish it. Feel free to be vague. Yeah. It's it's fantastic. It has a lot of actresses I like in it. It has Dexter's dad in it, mm-hmm. um, which I always love seeing him just show up in everything. Raiden from the second Mortal Kombat movie, in case anyone was confused. <laughs> oh, I'm, so I'm like, yes, let's, let's whitewash a Japanese god again. But worse. More whitewash but him, like cut his hair and right? make him real American looking. Right. But um, I, it's a good movie, whatever yeah. anyone wants to say. I it's know. good, like uh, this movie we're going to discuss today is good. Um, <laughs> but I just really love Black Coat's Daughter. It, it tells a story the way I like a story to be told. Cool. It, it's one of those things I think I'm going to have to sit down and watch. I, it, yeah, yeah, because I don't we're going to watch like the first half hour. We're going to talk about again. it on the podcast. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah. Um. Then um. I'll start off my my tops, and these aren't ranked. There's just three move my my the three best movies. I don't care what order they come in. Um. First up is actually going to be one we're talking about it in the next week or two because I think I'm the only one who's seen it so far. Mother. Mm-hmm. I wanted so bad to do this movie on the podcast. I was actually half of why I was so churlish when we were talking about it was because I was annoyed because I really wanted to be watching Mother and it wasn't out yet. <laughs> um. <laughs> It's an amazing movie. I cannot tell you anything about it right now because I, the more blind you go into it, the better of a movie it is. It is astonishing. It is the kind of movie that people will be, it'll be on the Criterion Collection 20 years from now. It's going to be one of those movies that people still talk about. Yeah decades down the road i just love that amazing. you've um you've predicted that the criterion collection is going to stick around for 20 more years that's right. true <laughs> I mean, it's, just, it's, it's that kind of movie um it's not it's not really yeah i'm not questioning mother i'm just questioning yeah. your business decision that criterion is going to last that long yeah <laughs> or you know pay attention to us but it's just it is it's one of those movies it is it's going to be notorious for a long time to come um, well, it, I think part of why it's going to be notorious is because it's very black and white in terms of feelings about it. People either loved it or hated it. It's yes. not one of those in-between movies. Yeah, so. And because they tried to, to market it as a horror film, 
Um, they ended up drawing, they, they went with a wide release and ended up drawing in like a regular horror audience. Normies. Was furious. No, they, he drew, they drew in, you know, the horror audience who hated it. Well, they drew in, they drew in all the horror the people horror I know audience, liked it. The <laughs> horror audience be, meaning the people who saw it. Yeah. The yeah. normies. And saw the trailer. Yeah. The people and who the, go to horror movies to be scared. And right. they hated it. It actually was one of very few films to get us in the score. That's, it, this is for the podcast when we talk about it. I'm sorry. So, and there'll be more on Mother, uh, actually next week, I think. Yeah. We're doing it yeah. next week. Second movie. Um, well, it's, I'm not really spoiling anything. It's Get Out. Yeah. Um, and Get Out really is the movie of the year. I think it is the exact movie that really needed to come out at the time that it did. Yep. It is a movie that really needs to come out in terms of visibility. Mm-hmm. Um, and in terms of social issues. Yeah. On a more personal note, like I really appreciated it because here is a black filmmaker who is, who has made this very personal film that gives me a big, dumb white guy an avenue to sort of get into this black character's headspace. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And really experience like his. Yeah, he thing. he made his story, he his did. personal experience being black, very yeah. relatable. And yes, for me, the meat of the movie, like the third act, is not disposable, but it's it's oh, less interesting the than the rest of it. Mm. The the for me, the meat of the movie is the first two acts of all just all of these like piling up microaggressions. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's and I did. It's and we, really amazing. The thing I loved about Get Out that I didn't mention just to hijack your list again. No, go ahead. Um, is with Get Out, he didn't do the normal racism story of like, everyone hates black people. Right. He did the opposite racism story, which is- Everybody wants a piece of it. Yeah, we right. are white people, so we get to we need determine a black how black works. We need a black friend. But also, and there was a, it also kind of tweaks in a sideways kind of way to like the appropriation mm-hmm. of black culture. Like mm-hmm. almost anything in popular culture for the last 50, 60 years, it gets cool first because black people do it, yeah. and then the white kids start doing it. And right. well, so and it's the, kind of like the yeah, and uh, there's even visualization of that. The last like ten years, that's even the same with gay culture. Yeah, we do things, and it becomes the popular because of you know the female singers now that mm-hmm. are all mm-hmm. co-opting gay culture and right. things like RuPaul's Drag Race becoming more straight. People have their own grinder now. They do. They do. Well, I mean, they've had many of those. Like, yeah, <laughs> plenty tinder, of fish, please. Yeah. That's been out for years, and that's just a hookup. Fucking Christian Mingle. Don't even get me started on that shit. No, Farmers Only. (laughs) Farmersonly.com. Oh, God. Farmers Only. (laughs) So, get up. That's really a thing. That is. That is really a thing. It's (laughs) Farmersonly.com. Oh, my God. Anyway. This podcast sponsored by Farmersonly.com. Right. Tell us we're not sponsoring us. (laughs) Ha-ha. So, the other other movie in my top three, you know goddamn well what it's going to be. Shit. It's going to be Kusa. Actual shit. Um, <laughs> and actually, the, the, and the overlap, there's a lot of overlap between why I love Get Out and why I love Kuso. Because again, uh, there's an African-American filmmaker who is, he has built this really detailed, disgusting, confrontational play space. And he's letting me in. And mm-hmm. I, it, it's like, it's, it's, it is like nothing I have ever seen before or since. I've seen it now four or five times. Every time I go to watch this movie, there are new details some disgusting, some just funny. It is, it's an amazingly dense movie. And honestly, it's. Uh... I think you like it more because we hated it. Well, no, <laughs> no. I loved it. He I loved, loved it, it unironically yeah. the first time. He did. I really he did. did. Um, That's why we did it. It's right. because he loved it so much. And I, was, I was like, oh, I wanted to see it. I was so horny for Kuso <laughs> after I watched it. I was like, you guys got to see this. Because I actually kind of thought you'd probably love it. You I, uh, bitch. I was wrong. So the yeah. thing about Kuso is I'm happy that it exists. Yeah. I really I'm am. Not. I said that on the podcast, yes. I think. is like, I'm yeah. really happy and I really wish that I liked this movie. And I just, 
the way my brain works, it, can, it just does yeah. not commute. I, I need more Get Out, and I need Cuso to exist so that other filmmakers can do their version, and maybe I'll like that. I like, I, <laughs> I don't know, like, the, the things that gross other people out don't gross me out, and I get grossed out by completely different things. I'm, I'm not even yeah, normally grossed out, out but this was <laughs> just, like, so over the top, I couldn't, I couldn't, couldn't, yeah. couldn't, couldn't, couldn't. But again, it was, it was over the top, and, well, I'm... On purpose. And of course, something that's over the top on purpose is still over the top. That doesn't, you know. Right. And, um, and I get it. <laughs> camp I, for camp's sake. It's still camp. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, I just, it, but again, it's not, I, I, I still, I still actually do legit hate Red Christmas worse. We and, believe you, for, Bob. So, but for, but for totally different reasons than Kuso. Kuso is just easy to talk about because it's fucking disgusting. Right. I think the, the last, the last word I'm going to give on Kuso and then I'll try to, this, the best argument that I can give for why it is kind of like my best movie of the year is the fact that you guys both hated it. And every podcast since then, you guys have brought up Kuso without me having to prompt you. So the fact that at you least one of it, them you prompted us one time. You're there right. Was. You're right. <laughs> so the, the point being that you guys hated it, but it obviously left such a scar on your psyche. <laughs> Yeah, you're still talking about no, it. No, it well, did. It, it's uh, really hard to wash shit, sca- shit stains out of stuff. So. Um, and as for my not worst, that hard. Goddamn. Uh, the worst is uh, is a. Uh, uh, it's not. It's not even technically the worst. I've seen worse movies this year, but this is probably the movie that I was most angry at and the most disappointed by. Mm-hmm. The Belko Experiment. <gasps> what? Seriously. Lost podcast number two. Yeah. I know. <laughs> and actually, because yeah, going to... eventually we'll we'll redo that one. We really <laughs> have to I redo that one. I don't ever want. What to was the it? other one? Sonic vs. Hayako. Hayako. And I hated that too, but I would I know. watch it again. I mean, I love that movie, so I would be down. It's, we, If we're going to redo those, we have to bring on like two more guests. Like, just yeah. like plot, because we're going to be like, we didn't we say this? Nope. Yeah. So because we because the, the Bellico Experiment uh, podcast never actually went out, I'm not going to get too spoily on it. It's just that it's a, it is a mildly interesting idea that's cobbled together from bits and pieces of other better movies. And... Yeah. It's just sadistic and lame, and I hate the ending, and I never want to see anything Greg McLean does ever again. Oh, it's so cube. See, I think that's, that's why I point. love Belko experiments. It, it's cube. Mm-hmm. It's it's a really bad knockoff of cube and a really bad knockoff of Battle Royale. And like the oh. and all of the set pieces are knocked off from other movies. Like the bit when people's heads start exploding in time with the music. They knocked that off from Kingsman. That was still awesome, though. No, it was totally okay. fucking deaf. It's, I I, you it. are allowed to hate. I, 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 I do. I don't hate Kuso, but God, I could never call it a good movie. Um, so I understand. I just really uh, you hurt me, Andy. Just, because and here's how could that be the worst movie you saw the whole year? Again, it's not that it's the worst movie. It is probably the biggest example of wasted potential. Like this movie could have been something really amazing. It was not, as far as I'm concerned, and I hated. hated, hated I, I get that, but I don't see hated. The ending was so. The ending actually like invalidates so much of the movie and makes it awful. I hate this movie. Oh my god! Okay. Seriously, you know, the ending made it better for me. No. <laughs> okay. The ending makes it better. I want to see all the other Belko experiments. Right. <sighs> And that, it was like the ending of Cabin in the Woods. And that is a that by the way I that love whole Cabin that in the that Woods. particular ending is a trope that needs to die. I love that ending, Bandy. Don't hate me. I don't hate the ending, but it's been overdone. So that's fine. That because means we just have to do new and interesting things with it. Hmm, the invitation did that. Actually, I like that. Ending. Yes, that's yes, what I said. That was it a good was version. Good there. The invitation. Mm-hmm. The dinner did. party with Jesus. Oh, is that one that I didn't finish. Okay. Oh, you should. Oh, you should finish it. It's, it, so good. it's good. Yeah, I, it was. 
It was too. It's not a I Bob mean, movie. I didn't get very. I got about probably forty five minutes into it. That's a movie you have to watch sober, Bob. Yes. I watch all the movies sober except the one, and that was on purpose because it was f- idle fucking hands. No, I meant not for the podcast. I mean, just in general, you, well, yeah. you get high and watch movies all the time. Yeah, because they're there, and I usually pick the popcorn movies for that. I don't p- pick anything that we're going to do here. <laughs> oh, I didn't think we were going to do The Invitation. Is that on your list? Not really. I mean, it can be if you guys like it that much. It is really good. It is yeah. actually pretty good. And I just remember, I'll never forget The Invitation because for months, and you were with me, like almost every time, we would go to the film, and this trailer would come on, and it was just like Last Supper Jesus imagery. With, right, like, and it looked no really good. No one talking, but like everyone talking, but no one's lips moving. And I just remember being like, I want to see the Last Supper Jesus movie, and then nothing. There's like nothing about... Right. Him being Jesus in that movie. Oh, no, he just right. kind of looks Jesus. Yeah, he does. But, like, they filmed that trailer as if it was, like, The Last Supper. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, I haven't seen the I thought, <coughs> the movie I thought it was going to be a super cannibalism. The trailer is better than the movie a little bit sometimes. Know, yeah. pretty fucking The movie is awesome. I love it. But, but no, I, I do have to finish it. And I, women director. Yes. Good. There you go. Hey, you know what movie we're not talking about this week? <laughs> All right. That scares me. New Year's Evil. New Year's Evil. So that. it was directed by Emmett Alston. Ugh. Alston. It's probably the real name to pronounce. Good really? Lord. Written by Leonard Neubauer. Also with a story by Leonard Neubauer. Why is that in there twice, IMDb? <laughs> um, starring Ross Kelly, Kip Niven, Chris Wallace, Grant Kramer, and Louisa Moritz. Okay, so I have I have a theory. Uh, what's, now, what's the, what's the writer's name? Newbauer. Newbauer? Leonard Newbauer. I have a theory about how this movie got made. This is the last movie written by Leonard Newbauer. And here's my theory for why. Oh my God. Because I think there was, I think Leonard Newbauer actually put effort into this. I think he tried. I think he really wanted to make a film that was thematically sound and had all sorts of interesting things to say. He wanted to make a fairly smart slasher. And so he perfected this screenplay. And he got the deal to take a meeting with the director. And so he got there like five minutes early and placed the screenplay on the table just perfectly. So when the director walked in the door, he would see the screenplay. (laughs) And the director throws open the door, comes into the room, rolls out this big line of coke on the screenplay. (laughs) 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 Let's shoot this fucker. (laughs) And you could just hear Leonard Niebauer's soul just wither. (laughs) So in in counterpoint to your story, I would like to point out the previous things written by Leonard Neubauer, including The Lady Wants Mink, (laughs) Run for the Hills, based on an original story, an episode of The Millionaire, a 1955 TV show. Wow. Oh. Episodes of M Squad, a 1957 TV show. <laughs> oh no. Chagall. Chagall? Like yes. Mark the Chagall? short. Chagall. <laughs> Somebody made a short out of Chagall. It kind of looks like the Virgin Mary is making out with a different Virgin Mary on the picture. I don't want to look into it. I'm actually okay with um, that. I mean, Black Snake there's our lesbian reference. Was his, it, um, Black Snake was his previous film to this. But not and Black Snake. And it kind of looks like. A bunch of lesbians using whips as dicks. I'm not even gonna lie. This is what the uh, image looks like. Everyone I'm, should look up Black Snake. I am again totally on okay IMDb. Oh Jesus! Wow, that guy is very happy. Oh, it's to Russ be where Meyer. He is. Yes, That's why the enforcers they ruled an island with their whips and their bodies. Russ Meyer was a kinky bitch. He's the guy behind Faster Pussycat Kill Kill. Yes. Oh my! We need to see this movie apparently. <laughs> I'm down. <laughs> 
I think Russ Meyer was kind of the Jess Franco of uh, Russ Meyer. Was oh my god, this is the best Jess piece Franco. of IMDb trivia ever written. <laughs> Russ Meyer was reportedly so disappointed about the size of Anouska Hempel's chest that he edited footage of larger breasts into her nude scenes. Oh my god! <laughs> but Anouska Hempel is amazing. I don't know who she is. <laughs> She's Russ Meyer, babe. Is she? Yeah. Apparently, he was real disappointed with her. <laughs> that bastard! Jesus Christ! <laughs> wow. So this is that is the film previously written by Leonard Neubauer. So what we're talking oh, about here is quality fucking cinema. Yeah. Oh, totally, yeah. totally quality. See, this is again the Academy presented presented this movie to us. Oh, God, God, for for very serious consideration. I don't even think this was uh, this is enough this is to be considered by the Raspberries. This is fucking Pinky Tuscadero. <laughs> by the way, so in case anyone wants to know, this movie has never been printed on DVD officially. <laughs> Amazon just owns the rights and can print DVD-Rs if you request oh, them. No. That's You did mention that like yes. a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Yes. I, you, if you order this movie, Amazon will print you a fresh DVD-R because they do not keep them in stock. No. no and you, but it is available on Hulu. Right. And right actually, now, yeah. I, I found it on YouTube. So. <laughs> Uh, yeah, not officially. You have not to officially. you have to pay like twenty bucks to get this movie. I did pay for it once upon a time because I really needed this movie in my God, life. You're an awful uh, person. This movie will be in my life for a long time. And yes. I think I will actually give Amazon that twenty bucks because I want this movie. I know. I will see it again. That is a twenty dollar DVR. Yeah. It is. It looks like a DVR. They, didn't, they don't even try. <laughs> they don't even put a label on. No, no. It totally says like DVDR. Like, oh no, oh, DVDR. It's like written on with like a written on with a sharpie. Yeah. New oh, Year's yeah. Evil. And it's spelled with two E's yeah. and a U. Yeah. E V I L. And there's a U after the L in parentheses. You know. Evil. Evil. So okay. So let's synopsis. Yes. Let let us. Let us synopsis. Come on, okay, Andy. So... Bring us the evil. You can do it, Andy. We believe in you. Woo! All right, so just <laughs> before we get into the plot part, I just want to point out that this movie starts with three or three or four minutes of the worst music video ever. Oh, no. Of, like, all of these kids, like, 18 kids crowded in a convertible with a top down, driving down, like, Ventura Boulevard or wherever the fuck it is in Los Angeles. There were titties. There were, there titties. were titties. They were smoking cigarettes, and that's how you know they're bad kids. Oh, well, I mean, besides the safety combs. pins and leather. Switch leather. They were leather. like greasers. Leather. They really yeah. were. They were like Stephen King they were, villains. They were <laughs> new wave punk. They were Stephen they were. King villains, Bob. By the way, Bob was making sarcasm quotes. I was. All the while, the theme song for the movie is playing under this whole thing. Evil. New Year's Evil. I can't, evil. Hit, that. I can't is, hit that note. Which is, it's like, evil. it really does I went all, I went all uh, cheese. What's his name? Richard Cheese. Richard Cheese. Wow, That's the one. Oh, I love him. But this sounds like the movie that should. This sounds like the music that should have been emanating from Billy in Stranger Things season two, emanating from his Camaro. Okay, like, yeah, it's yeah. just it's Camaro music. There's yeah. nothing new way to that. You know uh, the funny thing no, about this. No, no, no. It's not. It's not Camaro music. It's T Bird music. But this yeah. is very much New Year's music. Yeah. I agree. As a person who is, in case anyone needs to know, my birthday is New Year's Day. Yes. Aww. So New Year's has a special like I pay a lot of attention, and these are New Year's Eve music things. Like this is the kind of music to this day they still play. I can get right. That. Yeah. Like this sounds like a terrible '80s New Year's Eve. I almost party. feel like, and this song yeah. almost feels like a precursor to uh, uh, "Do You Want a Party" from Return of the Living Dead. Oh my god! I bit. love that song. A little bit. Very quiet, right? Yeah. Actually. I feel like Striper. when they did that um, thing on RuPaul's Drag Race, was it last season where they all did like the different kinds of n- bands? You know what I'm talking about? Where they had like the 
the oh, they had to do the, the shit. Yeah, the, that I was two like, seasons ago. Was it? Okay. But I feel like they should have taken from this movie. Oh, God, yeah. Yeah. They should have dressed up in, her, in that, like, orange dress that she <laughs> oh, wears. Oh, my and, God, that plastic thing. Yeah, shaking my fucking fist. It was so bad. Uh, well, then, we oh. have to point out, this movie came out in 1980. With a fucking feather boa. So it was still the 70s when this was being filmed. Yes. Yeah, true. They were assuming oh. what was going to be popular in the 80s. <laughs> so, oh. so that's why. I, thought I wanted to bring that up, just to the, the, the horrible tackiness of almost everything in this movie yes. it starts right away and it does not I, the 80s were tacky again, enough the got 10 pounds of blush Ugh. on Roz Kelly's face yeah. well there was Ooh. there was like an inch thick of just foundation right yeah. like she was hiding something and probably all that she looked like she was 50 that makeup job made her look like she was 50 she, she somehow managed to get her, Helen Mirren's coke stash it, it was, it was <laughs> <laughs> It's, 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 it's the stash that like Helen Mirren and Judy Dench were saving for their real special exactly. New Year's Eve. Exactly. <laughs> so, so, when did Judy Dench? When did we start to, like insinuating that she was on coke? Fuck. Oh, I've seen her movies. That bitch has done a lot of drugs, yeah. and I love her for it. Oh, I know. I'm like, girl, but all the power to you. Yeah. Please. You know that. Was but the- Helen Mirren, I just, I, I, I fully expect to like. I, I just imagine her on the set of Caligula just bathing in cocaine. <laughs> oh. Yeah. No, oh my no. god, that's why Malcolm McDowell put his put his hand up that dude's butt in the kitchen scene. That's where he was keeping the baggies. It's true. Yeah. He was smuggling it in, in, in he was little just, he was a mule. He had just, the yeah. baggies oh my god. In there. No, no, it was my favorite thing. That outfit looks like we would be, you know, flying snow up our noses in the eighties. Yeah, <laughs> it does. Yeah. It does. The movie. The movie. <laughs> Yay! Back the, the movie. scene. Uh, Los Angeles. New Year's Eve. Hopefully. I have it. I swear to God. Uh, Diane, an inexplicably popular new wave DJ who yeah, goes by the nickname Flays. Uh, it's because of her fiery red hair and her shitty attitude towards anyone she's even remotely related to. And pretty much everybody else. I mean... Yeah, she had a very old child for how little she knew about her husband's life and right? how old she was supposed to be versus how old she actually was or looked. Right. So Blaze is preparing for her New Year's Eve live televised broadcast from a high rise hotel, live for four hours on the radio. No it was television. Television. They had cameras as well. Oh god. Oh yeah. Yeah. They but, had but cameras in, or- in, in the eighties. No. Yeah, yeah, but in order to show like the stuff that was happening across the country that it was also linked to, they like yeah. legit pointed one of the cameras at a television. <laughs> well, you know. <laughs> yes, they did. Mm. Oh my god! So that's that's totally plausible. Yeah. Uh, sure, it is. So, as she is preparing for the show, she takes an expository phone call from her assistant Yvonne, aka the black one. Yeah. <laughs> she died first. She did. She did die first. <laughs> of the five people who die in this film. Yeah. The black one died first. And my my biggest thing, she looks like the Flintstones version of Angela Bassett from Strange Days. Yeah, a little she bit. died. She really a little bit. But she had those micro braids that I love. Yeah. Can we just rewrite this movie and she can be the host and Blaze is the assistant who dies first? It'd be a right? much better movie. It, it would. would. Actually, actually, you know what? Get Angela Bassett in as Yvonne. We, I'm fine with that. Yeah, we need Angela Bassett. Would just like we need Peaches Christ up. to do. I, a I'm sorry. Actually, this, movie. Can, this is horrible. Can we have just the black exploitation version of this exact movie. Ah, oh, yes. Hmm? But then it would turn into like you know the new Ike and Tina story. I'm fine movie. with that. There can be an, there can be a 15 minute dance scene in the middle. Right. I can fast forward. <laughs> 
like watching Disco Godfather, and you're like, oh what god, they're know? still dancing. They're still dancing. There was Disco Godfather. You don't know about Disco Godfather? No. There's a 25 minute dance scene in the middle of the movie. Okay, this is the first time I've ever wanted to see anything with Godfather in the title. Legit, 25 minutes of they just dance into like 70s music. Oh kind of like that one scene that that one movie you made me watch with the gay dude who actually survives a horror movie. Wow, that's that's not very specific. No, the one where they like hold a dance in the barn because the kids visiting. <gasps> it was Pitchfork. It was so good. Oh, we sh- you should see that too because that's okay. perfect. Throw it at me. <laughs> Keep going. So, <laughs> on the phone call before Yvonne dies in a tragic plumbing accident. <laughs> Um, she explains to Diane that her husband, Diane's husband, not Yvonne's husband, Richard is in Palm Springs for New Year's Eve getting all coked up and drunk or whatever. Um, I think that's pretty much it as far as that goes. So that's, 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 yeah, that's pretty much. Um, just, shall, I just, shall I just keep going until we yes. stop? Keep going. Yes, we'll just turn. stop you. Okay. Um, <laughs> uh, Diane's son, Derek, arrives with flowers and good news, neither of oh, which God. is she interested in. By the way, that kid. Derek. Derek. Oh. Derek. This is out of order, but Derek, who puts pink pantyhose oh, on his there. face. Oh, we're going to talk about that. What? Shit. Okay, keep going. So, we will talk yeah, about Yeah, we will that. talk about that. But I'm like, oh, yes. girl, why does this come out now? Just come out of the closet. He is also one of the worst actors I've oh, ever seen. Oh, my God! Who isn't in this movie? He's, he just, I mean, like, Roz Kelly is probably the best of the bunch, but no, she's, she's that's not, not saying a lot. She is not. No. The girl that like almost fell out of the van because she took her, her shirt off and was, <laughs> was not properly secured during filming. <laughs> Did you ever see the John Cusack movie, The Sure Thing? Oh, There's a line about driving with a load not properly tied down. Because, oh, <laughs> anyway. Because her breasts were defying gravity. <clears throat> oh, Jesus. Yeah, that kid though. Wee. So I, yeah, he, he shows up with with flowers and good news. Hey, good news, mom. I got a part on a, on a TV show and we start shooting next week and mommy doesn't give a shit because she's getting ready for work. I mean, maybe you should not announce that the, you know five minutes before your mother is going on live television. Well, skinny or why don't needs. you lead with the truth that it's like I didn't tell them I was son of a famous person. I got it all on my own, mom. Right. Oh. <laughs> About that. <laughs> yeah. About she was being the best. She was like the Wicked Witch mom from, from <laughs> yeah, All About Eve. Oh, she really Only was. without the actual the, evil. She yeah. Wasn't, yeah, she wasn't quite that bad. I'm the kind of, you know. <laughs> kind of, um, but not kind of. So, the, so the, uh, he, he gets ignored and, and Derek turns to the camera and smolders in the weirdest way. I know. He just like... Mommy, mommy, I hate you. I hate you, mommy. <laughs> I don't understand. Uh, mommy, mommy, who's literally like five years older than me, quit it. <laughs> But she's made up to look like she's five. <laughs> he is very, very older child. She, he's, like, he's like 25. She had him when she was in her, you know, early teens, like 12, 13. I think she had him when he was in his early teens. Pretty exactly. much. Like, he, like, so he emerged weird. from the womb wearing a skinny tie. Like, they, just, they just cracked her head open. He, yeah. he athenaed right out of her head, you know. <laughs> right. Fully grown. And, like, that's, and, that's, and that's why she has to have that hairdo, because they have to cover, they have to cover, cover the scar. They have to cover the scar, yeah. yeah. That's why oh, she's blaze. He erupted in fire out of her forehead. 80s perm. Oh my god. Oh. 70s perm. Ooh, and that, outfit, that fucking dress, man. That horrible sort of. <laughs> they just pull, That fabric still exists. I know, people but still use people, it. Like, but it's not quite as plastic. It's not, now. It's not quite latex fetish. Right. Like that. Uh, but no, what it is, it is some serious, like, vinyl. It is. Orange. It's like a salmon-y orange. Orange iridescent <laughs> yeah. vinyl. It is the what? 
And it's like, it doesn't move. It doesn't flow. No. It doesn't do anything but cover her body. It does do that. Theoretically. Technically. Yes. <laughs> sort of. If she, fortunately, she, and it's a two-piece. Yeah. Well, fortunately, fortunately, there's not a lot of curves for that road. To, no, you to can't. Cover, so. You can't pull a one-piece yeah. down with that fabric. You got no. it connected. <laughs> they just sew her in in the back. You know? Wait, that is a two-piece. That's, that's why it literally that is a top and a skirt. It takes her like 15 minutes to take it off and later in the movie. So yeah, I did she's not. not that. a top. That's embar- that's no. That was, she's no, obviously that was, a bottom. No, she's the top. We'll talk about that when we get to the ending. You think she's into pegging? Probably. I just mm-hmm. felt like she was. I mean, her, her husband is really worried about being emasculated. So. I was. I just figured she was the kind who wanted like a cuckold husband, like <laughs> put him in chastity, go have sex with other men, and then tell him about it. Probably. I don't know because I don't believe that she actually has any sex drive whatsoever. I don't know how. Hey, casting She has sex. no caring for any other people. She, well, she certainly has no. She has no sexual skills because, as we know, when the show begins, she tries to dance. Oh God. And she puts on her sexy voice. It's not good. Hi, Ooh. this is Blaze, and we're going to be coming well, at you live. It's not even all that. Easy. It's just like no. so, it's so like she's, she's Christian too... rock radio. Yeah. Hey, everybody, this is Blaze, and I'm here. I'm your mom, actually, but I'm your cool mom. We're going to party down to that groovy she's new like wave the... punk music. No, no, no. <laughs> no, she hurts me. She she has a she whole movie. Me. I know. And I'm spoilers, like... she lives. <laughs> I, 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 the first thing she was in was The Owl and the Pussycat. And I'm like, how yeah. did you manage to not get a good career out of that? Yeah. Anyway, so, keep going. So um, the broadcast begins and the, the and, uh, yeah. And so then she receives a phone call from a mysterious stranger who is disguising his voice with a voice modulator that makes him sound exactly like the Phantom of the Paradise. That was oh, on purpose. Yeah. Was it? Yes. I was going to tell you that. Good. That was entirely on purpose, and the reference to it is entirely on purpose. Excellent, because Phantom of the Paradise is one of my. What favorites. in the hell is that thing he was putting in his mouth? Okay, but I love in that first scene he is full on eating it, and then yeah. later on it's just never sort of, again. And later it's just like never again, again. like five feet from his face. No, no, no. Well, because they couldn't show you his face, is why. So that you had yeah. to well, see. Well, that was the thing they sort of did, but. Okay, so this is when I break in and I tell you the the funnest secret about this movie that Bob knows. I, I spoiled it to him while you were shopping yeah. last time. Yeah. <laughs> um. So the director intended, and the script reads, that evil is actually killing people in the time zone where it turns midnight. Yes. So he is is actually killing them, like, on the East Coast at midnight, gets in a plane, flies to the West Coast, gets off the plane, kills someone on the West Coast, you know, and... One at a time. It's literally impossible. It, yes. No. There's. They're uh, now playing podcasts. One of my favorite podcasts. Oh my god. Did like a full on like they tried to like work it through. Billy's family circus it through. Like <laughs> if he had ten minutes <sighs> between flights, he could have gotten off right next to the airport and killed her. <laughs> ran back into his flight. The whole, like, the whole point is that he, he even says it in the phone call that he's supposed to be killing people who are close to her. Yeah. But. That's never followed through on, man. No, it man. is not. No, it the, really he, is not. Well, he has that picture of the nun at one point. I think he intended to kill a nun. Well, he, right. I think I think he managed to get the nurse who she knew. Well, well there know. was Evelyn and there was a nurse who may or may not have been connected to her. Right. This yeah. movie didn't have enough plot to, no. to, to through line us through that. But no, then he had the whole, like, priest outfit. So he was going to kill a nun. So <laughs> I assume she went to, like, Catholic school as a girl or something. Right. Like, no. <laughs> again, not enough plot to cover these right. choices. But. So, um... 
But yeah, yeah. But so he, he, he yeah, his... the director like fought for that like afterward. <laughs> like, so, like so no, New... he really does fly across. No, the so country. New York to like Chicago. He Chicago was in, yeah. to, well, he was in like, Palm Mesa, Springs, Arizona. Florida. Oh yeah. So he what starts he supposed in, to be. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. But there's also Palm Springs, California, so well, it works. Right. Exactly. <laughs> and I was, and I also just assumed that that was like a fucking lie anyway. Yeah. When I well, saw yeah. it, I've always assumed just watching it that he was in Palm Springs, California, which is a much worse area than say Palm Springs, Florida is. Right. Like so that makes sense that he'd be doing the hard drugs over there. Right. And then kind of goes through the trip through. I hear Palm Springs and I think bathhouse. Well, not if you go to Florida. Well, yeah. Those are hidden. <laughs> Please, Parliament House is right fucking there in Orlando. Parliament House is a whole different thing. Mm. Orlando and Palm Springs are very different places. I'm sure they are. Worst Neville New Year's resolution. Oh, I'm going God. to commit murder. So, obviously, that was in the script to show us that his acting career was terrible. The, it really was. Remember that the dude who played Evil was Linda Lavin's husband. He's still acting. Kill him and with his, fire. His picture on IMDb is still from this movie, so <laughs> that's how important I his know. career has been since. So uh, as, I think we already mentioned it. Fire. I think we already mentioned the, the idea being that as, as the broadcast goes on and they're broadcasting midnight from each time zone, at the stroke of midnight, he's going to kill somebody. Including uh, the one where he has to steal a car with someone in it. Yes. Yeah. So that he can maybe kill them in time for it to hit midnight. Oh, shit. Right. We're gonna make it happen. Oh, because planning. Right. <laughs> and then, you know, loses her because of the cops. He still <laughs> killed her in time though. True. He True. didn't kill her. Did I thought he killed he killed no. someone else? Yeah, he killed someone else. He didn't kill anybody. He killed someone because there's four deaths. Well, he killed two of them in one go. So he he had one banked up. Yeah, I again like yeah. <laughs> like we used to do with this podcast and we don't anymore. Anyway. <laughs> Next week, Bob. Next yes, week. Next week. <laughs> so the phone call happens, meanwhile, in a sanitarium that has nothing to do with anything except apparently the director snorted a lot of coke while watching One Flew Over the Cuckoo's it. Nest. Wait for it. Yeah, because there is a connection. Well, there is, but there's yeah, not Yeah, that's the right, sanitarium he's from. It is, but we don't find that out until the end of the movie. Which is weird, because you'd think they'd recognize him. Yeah. Anyway. So a, a, a nurse is seduced by a handsome stranger who shows up pretending to be a doctor using the creepiest pickup lines ever. Oh, God. Such as... Well, it was the 70s, so... I come well-equipped. Uh, hey, you want to drink this champagne do. before I punch in? <laughs> I mean, I just would have been like photos or it didn't happen. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and so, like, but here, I don't even know you, but I'm going to drink with you and show you my tits. Yeah. And, and, and like the patients in the sanitarium are all crowded around the TV watching the New Year's thing. And they're like fake ass slam dancing along with the crowd that's fake. I mean, there was the dancing. one that stole the toy from the other guy. That and was smashed fun. it with his fucking flip flop. Right. Obviously, Blaze is the, the hit of the sanitarium. Apparently, right. she's the hit of everywhere. Well, that's how she got her husband. Because so. a whole lot of people hmm. give a shit. Yeah. That's Reel a, that shit in. Not a lot of singles mixers at the sanitarium. In she, fact, they try to discourage one. sex at the sanitarium. They try. they try. Oh, they try to discourage sex in Catholic school, and yet, too. And yet this nurse totally hooks up with this dude. Yeah. That she They're doesn't employees. Know. Employees can do whatever employees. they want. <laughs> right. Yeah. Now, I mean, they, they try to discourage it among the uh, patients, and this that was never ni- works. This is 1980. HR laws aren't a thing yet. HR, law, HR laws aren't a thing, and it was the whole, you know, sexual liberation Time yeah. still. This it was, was before HIV. This was about twenty years before Andis came on the scene. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
God, you're never going to let that die. Anderson Keep going. H-O. That's his name forever. Anderson H.O. It's going to work. Uh, <laughs> Sorry. Did you fill out your paperwork? <laughs> the handsome stranger turns out to be the killer. He stabs the nurse with a switchblade at the stroke of midnight. Uh, yeah, and, because he both likes to choke and stab. He's yes. really not a good killer. And either. records it on, on tape. Yes. On, on a, a boombox. Boombox. Oh, yeah, that even... he carries around with him. Like yes. it has a strap. It's like, like a... ooh, this is my best thing ever. Oh my God. It's again 1980. Yeah. Anyway, so he records, he records her death and uh, then calls into the show to play her death back for Blaze. Yeah, because they don't believe in... Um, Screening calls for this right. show. Apparently not. Not a live show. Yeah. No, no. They just take calls live. That's how that works. Right. Yeah. Radio, kids. Yeah. <laughs> nope. Where no one screens and no one has a delay. Yeah. And then we catch up with Derek, who gets a phone call from Blaze, and, and uh, that doesn't go very well. And then he takes these pantyhose. The pantyhose. The pink pantyhose. Were they pink or were they red? I thought they were pink. Dear God. They were, they were hot pink. He gets super kinky with that shit because he doesn't just like cut them like he like bites that shit i know he's he's like getting into his pantyhose i I think it's supposed to be like it's supposed to be reminiscent of halloween and he needs a mask because he can't he can't deal with his own self but it just comes across as like he can't deal with his own weird like yeah this is another one of those mommy doesn't love me moments kind of yeah yeah um and i'm gonna like so he like rips it and then he like puts the pantyhose on his head. Which he didn't even do right. No! He did he was like How? totally Dudley do wrong. Right? Yeah, you just really wanted Faye Dunaway to to pop her head and be like, Christina, bring me the axe. <laughs> oh god. It's like, okay. This ain't my first time at the rodeo. It's like, honey, no, there's Don't two- fuck with me, fellas. <laughs> there's two ways that you can do that. One of them is goofus, <laughs> the other one's galant. He wasn't no fucking galant. No, I just oh, no. I just don't understand. Bad. Like, it's just such a weird scene because again, really this movie, for having an hour and twenty-six minute runtime. <laughs> Does not want to tell a story. No. It just wants to intercut story elements yes. with weird, bad, like pro music video. Yeah. Like pre music video, not pro, pre music video, like 80s things. Cocaine yeah. was a hell of a drug. Uh, seriously. That's, that's what And I mean. LSD, which could still have been illegal at this point. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> mm, I don't know either. But still, keep going. Keep going. Well, okay. So he yeah, puts on the pantyhose, pierces his ear with a hat pin because. Why not? That's what all actors do. Yeah, why not? Yeah. That's how I prepare for my new TV roles. Right. And then he puts on these Jordy LaForge um, sunglasses, the sun visor. Oh, God. I swear to God, like, you see him wearing it later in the movie. This is why I don't understand why 80s fashion ever comes back. Ever. (laughs) Ever. I I am not a fan of 80s fashion, so I'm not the right person for this, but... It's just oh. like, nobody wore those in no, Nobody needed the fucking zoot suit shoulder pads. <laughs> nobody <laughs> needed the plastic dress. Oh, there's so much about the 80s. It's horrible. Keep going, go. I suspect that they actually did the, the, the shoulder pads for women so that drag queens could pass better. Uh, I think it was like a conspiracy. Well, yeah. that and Grace Jones really liked them. Mm-hmm. Drag queens or shoulder pads? Yes. Both. <laughs> Back to the killer. The killer. <laughs> The killer now has has changed clothes and puts a fake mustache on. Goes to a singles Worst bar. Fake fake. It's a bad fake mustache. It is. Oh. Um, playing South Park fractured butthole. I have better mustaches than that. Yeah. <laughs> and then the killer goes to the singles bar where he picks up 
Um, the 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 stereotypical dumb blonde whose name is Sally. Yeah, the L.A. dumb blonde. Yeah, mm-hmm. the stereotypical L.A. eighties dumb. Blonde. She was a valley girl. She was a valley girl. At Est, they don't call it Tarzaning; they call it Janeing. <laughs> and um, transcendental meditation. Yeah. See Andy's opening. <laughs> yeah. The only reason I know about Est is from Tales from the City. Oh, yeah, which is great, but not horror related, so we won't. No, talk about it. it is fun. So he picks her up by name dropping Eric Estrada, which is <laughs> so eighties. So eighties. Oh, everything about this movie. So good. Eric Estrada was cute though, and except for that big fucking feathered <laughs> hair. There we go. Oh god! So he picks her up, and her 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 big acceptance line is when he asks her to get out of here. She's like, "Yeah, at least I won't get crushed to death." And there's this little moment where he's like, "I can guarantee that." <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yes, that's it's like. You know what? Yeah. That's not my shtick. I have four or five sticks, but yeah. that's not one I, of them. Right. I'm all about penetrating you with the phallic object. Not yeah. so much about the crushy crushy. Um, Wait, doesn't he yeah. crush her windpipe? Uh, no, he, he suffocates her with a bag full of weed. <laughs> is it full of weed? There it's is some probably, green, if there is some green stuff in there, it is there's probably like weed. There's like one seed. No, there's like a, probably, well, there's some, a, probably yeah, full eighth. There's some shake. Fully. There's some shake. Bob, you, you can visual it. You can eye like, eighths now. Seriously, like, it's, it's like, a, like a tiny amount. A tiny it wasn't a quarter. Of, a tiny bit of shake in a gigantic, a gigantic fucking bag. bag like it was to used to head. sell pot out of, and there was just like an eighth left. Like, yeah. we're, talking about the, like we're talking about like the bag the size that the dude in the wheelchair like puts over his head in monkey shot. Right? We're, like, we're talking about like a fucking dry cleaner bag. That's a reference right there. Hey. I love monkey shines. It's marvelous. And we need to talk about My it. My favorite Romero movie. Anyway. Um, so oh, yeah. that is Romero. Mm-hmm. Yeah, blonde Sally agrees to go with him and turns up outside at his Mercedes with her roommate Lisa. Can we give Lisa a ride home too? She of the she of the nervous diarrhea. Uh, I know. <laughs> God, Sandy. You Wendy. just say the first thing that comes Wendy. to your mind, was, Wendy. Yes, Lisa. <laughs> is the water ready? Yes, Lisa. <laughs> Shall we begin? Yes, Lisa. <laughs> We did that different the last time. I still, anyway. don't, I still don't know this reference. It's from Prince. It's uh, from the it's Purple a, Rain album. Specifically, oh. Specifically computer game. I hate Prince. Keeps go. Oh. We do this every time. I know. We every do. time. We do. We do. I continue Wendy to hate and, Prince. Wendy and Lisa were members of his band. Okay. Yes, they were. Um, so yeah, the whole scene in the car. Like I, I have to talk about that scene a little bit. and just. Oh my God. It is the best thing about that, this that already movie. That he sends Lisa out. <laughs> to like get snacks and shit. She had to piss. She had, right. to pee. she had to pee and he was late. He's like, oh, I got to be there by 10 because Here, he has to get the. Here's a wad of cash. Bring me back like potato I've gotta chips get, in the I've got to get you killed by 10 o'clock. Right. Which which spawns the whole spiel that I went on. Yeah. Um, and for like five minutes, the movie just stops and it's just in this car and they're amazing. Right. She's amazing. Yeah. His, happens, his intro was her speech this, from the car. Yeah. This happens <laughs> multiple times in this movie though where it, it just like. The movie comes to a crashing halt, and yeah. we just have a weird moment. Like oh. we're gonna watch some more '80s music be performed. <laughs> yes. I'm also halt. like, why did you like? Why, did, why did you ruin that weed with like death breath? What death, breath. death rattle weed? Yeah, mm-hmm. probably get more money from that from the right buyer. Possibly. No. So this is this is again my Flavor counter to your initial argument about the you know the effort Mr. Newbauer put into this film. <laughs> I feel like he wrote a short effort. film. And they just lapsed. Anytime there was any question on story, like, hey, we should explain this. Nope. Cut to some music. 
<laughs> oh, nope. God. Cut to another random scene where she's walking down a hallway with a policeman. Nope. <laughs> right. S- oh. Sally, ad lib some dialogue. You're a good actress, right? Oh, nope. No. Uh, okay, so if if the plant in Little Shop is Audrey two, and Ellen Green is Audrey one, this bitch is Audrey version zero point five. Proto Audrey, early access alpha build. <laughs> <laughs> like, this, this is the pre-release beta Audrey. She's the best. <laughs> she is the best. Only without Ellen Green's wait, fantastic wait, wait. rack. Andy, you have to say it. This was Audrey. Wait, oh no, can't do it. Moving on. I, I Cut don't the know. joke. If I knew what the joke was, I would. It was a hipster try, joke. Try Oh, she was Audrey before Audrey was cool. Yes. There we go. There we go. Well done, I guess. <laughs> okay. Oh, can we talk about the music though? Um. Yeah, we can talk about the music oh, anytime. There's a lot of bad music. interspersed. Interspersed. It's bad music. Oh, geez, this is a great time to talk awful. about the bad music. It is awful. not. It's supposed to be new wave and punk. It's not. It is. It's bad. Is it early new wave and punk? I don't no. know anything about. It's, no. It has it's nothing supposed to, do with to be early new wave punk. Okay. It's not. It's not. Is it's it like basically glam rock. Version of it's glam no. rock. It's like. Camaro rock, and then there's this yeah. weird blues jam that pops up in the middle of it when Derek right. is taking pills, and I don't blame him because that that uh, that song made me want to kill myself too. Oh my god, yeah. Um, no, it's just, the music is just bad. It's really bad. It's like L.A. shitty L.A. glam, like L.A. bands heard of the New York Dolls and were like, oh my god, we can do that. And then like, I feel like the music that is on display in this film. What Within I love another is, two or three years would become like rat. See, I also really right. enjoy the fact rat. that everyone is very obviously ad libbing the music. Right, oh, yeah. like I, they couldn't even pretend to play the bad music. Shadow and Made in Japan basically <laughs> just exist for this movie. They they look like they've been around and they look like they've been trying to be bands, and I think they maybe were, but they never actually did anything they but never this movie. Yeah. You know, yeah. I want to do the fan edit version of this movie where we just um, cut in other random 80s songs oh, instead of yeah. like during yes. this during like right after this scene. I just wanted them to cut to like Psycho Killer. Aww. Da, 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 da. Psycho Killer was like Was it 70s? It was very late 70s. Okay. Well, that's better for this movie. Absolutely. But we can probably like cut in like I Want Candy. I know. Yeah, no. For Sally's Seriously, I think I think no matter what we did, we could cut in so much better music just to this film. Actually, I think um like when he was when he like throws the bag over her head and goes to strangle her, we should have like cut in like We Belong by Pat Benatar. Like We Belong to the but you know what we that's really need to put in? That's when we, that's we, when we really cut in um, Cindy Lauper singing True Colors. Oh, we no. need a true color. At the end, at the end, when we finally figure out who evil is, we should totally play um, The Twist by, oh, what's his name? Shit. He was in um, the big triangle thing, played with David Bowie, was in Adventure Brothers. Um, I know his name. I know his name. Hang on a minute. I don't. I have no idea. I'm sorry. The only the German dude, not Falco. German dude. No. Yeah, yeah. I'm not saying yeah. Ooh, like Falco yes. Is, Falco is doing things. Falco, what did do that? You could have, no, you could have Fa- no, Falco. No, 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 no. Actually, we could put a lot of David Bowie in this movie easily. I think. Uh, I think they were trying to do a lot of David Bowie in this movie. They were, yeah. Some of like there was the one like white guy with like the pretend mohawk that was yeah. very David Bowie. And I think, and um, honestly, like Diane. Klaus hey. Nomi. Oh, okay. Klaus Nomi. <laughs> um, Blaze's yeah. makeup was very like fake Ziggy Stardust. I, I, yes, it was. The Twist yes. by Klaus Nomi. I love the song The Twist. We were talking about our music, you know, stuff growing up, and I have a lot of like different, you know, eras. But 
The Twist by Klaus Nomi makes me want to kill myself. It is the most depressing version of that song you'll ever hear in your fucking I life. And he's he sings it like all super coloratura opera. It's weird. Are we talking it's about weird. like the twist as in Chubby As in Chubby Checker. What the fuck? Oh my god. Ooh. That's almost I can't. As, we have to look. That's almost as weird audience. as Coyle's cover of Tainted Love. Oh. I love it. Wait a minute. I even like um what's his face's cover? Um Manson. Oh, I, I liked I it. I can't play. I can't play this on the podcast because obviously it's Manson copyrighted. Like but oh my god, I have it pulled up for later. Uh, the dope show came out at the perfect me. moment. Yeah, me. I'll give it that. It's probably his best album. Yeah, but no, I, I have the version of Klaus Nomi's "The Twist" pulled up. You will hear it later. You will hate me. Okay, you will hate me. Actually, will you'll we? probably just hate Klaus Nomi. But anyway, <laughs> so, I love Klaus Nomi. What happened next in the movie? You're right. So, so anyway, kills keep going. the women, records the murders, cops find the bodies. Uh, plays them back for Blaze. Yeah, because the cop fighting the bodies really plays out in the the theme of the movie. Right. <laughs> I don't know why that sequence and is then, in there. And then as he's changing, keep going. He changes. He changes. Then dresses up like a priest to go off in search of his eleven o'clock victim, which is a nun who is supposed to be a nun. Which he has like the the full black and white. He's got a the, dossier. The penguin <laughs> habit. Yes. Oh my god. <laughs> he's got a fucking dossier she's on this a, nun. Yeah, she's in a, a full from Franciscan. None outfit. Oh. oh, yeah. And he's already dressed up like a priest, driving his Mercedes, and he runs afoul of this biker gang. He runs into the biker gang. Literally runs He's afoul. looking at the picture of the nun because he couldn't, I guess, he just couldn't figure that out before. Where oh, am I going to get her? Where then they, he goes to see Blood Feast. Yes. Uh, with no footage from Blood Feast. Right. Well, None. was a trailer, wasn't it? No, no footage. Uh, they invented that footage, but did. they, like, they basically lampooned the trailer audio and made their yeah. own version of it. Nice. Yeah. So you see, somebody on this movie cared. Yeah, yeah. There was, <laughs> there was an ADR person somebody who was cared like, not to get sued by Herschel Gordon. Yeah, right. seriously, the ADR person got like 40000 for this movie and he just had a grand old time. Right. He's like, whatever, I'm just going to do what I want. Yeah. <laughs> Right. So the bikers chase him to the drive-in with blood feast. He stabs the only cute biker. He does. He does. The biker was cute. He was cute. Um, he has to ditch his car because very the bikers are Adams. looking for him. And the police, don't forget. And the police, yeah. They police? knew about his car, too. Oh, did they yeah. by that point? Oh, yeah. That's... Okay. Keep going. Okay. <laughs> a lot. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Lot. <laughs> so he, jack, he jacks a car. He jacks well, a car of a he, young couple. He cock blocks a poor guy who yeah. was trying to jack. Right. Trying to, yeah. Took Ooh. the car. Takes the car. The keys were in the ignition. Does Where not, are the keys? They're in the ignition. Get out. <laughs> oh, the girl just sat there the whole time like, what's going to happen to me? Oh, my oh, God. Button my shirt. Button, button my, my shirt. Because my tits are out. Sorry. Oh, so he's driving around, like, menacing her with a switchblade, like, holding it up elegantly to the light. And she's right. like, you can do it with me if you want. I don't want to do it Buttons. With you. Pick a direction. Up or down. <laughs> That's her. That was her old. That was her only direction from the director. Exactly. You just keep buttoning and unbuttoning until we stop filming. Right? <laughs> I want to see tits. I don't want to see tits. I want to see tits. No, I, I don't want to see, see tits. They're like, the director's sitting in his chair. Cut. Not enough button action. Keep trying, girl. They, they were nice tits, though. They were shapely. All the tits in this movie were actually very perk and yeah, round. They were. Unlike, um, they, they were, like, But they weren't movie. like plastic surgery perky. This is pre, like, Yeah, this is yeah pre-silicone, yeah. Uh, this would, they would have been bad if they were plastic surgery. Oh, God, yeah. no, they would have been, like, They would have been perfect spheres. Yeah. yeah, or they would have been, like, they get flat, but they don't go down anymore. Right. Yep. Oh. But at least they weren't, like, the floppy 70s tits. Well, they weren't, they were all like, they would have been like C cups. Right. There weren't any like D cups in this movie. They were all like, well, the girl, moderately the girl is probably small. a B. 
Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, C and lower. They were yeah. all still perky boobed girls. None right. of the like none of the weight to bring down like a D cup or anything. And right. Anybody who was like a who was like a B or below, like they just kept them covered. Yeah. Yeah, they didn't like, have to do a lot of work. Our cameras just aren't sophisticated enough to capture tits that or, small. Or or the literal like flat 70s boobs. The ones that are... Oh, you mean ones... Blaze's boobs? Exactly. Oh, God, yes. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like we're tit-shaming. Now I feel bad. You shouldn't feel bad. This is the 70s. We're allowed to tit-shame. We are allowed. To... Those were bad boobs. They're... I don't know why they showed half the boobs. Yeah, if we're, if we're pretending boobs. like we're reviewing this in the 70s, we're all in the closet. We're <laughs> all talking about <laughs> boobs so that we can come off as straight. Right. <laughs> yeah, the tits were great in that shot. Weren't they wonderful? I loved the curvature of the tit as it went over the horizon. Yeah. <laughs> and how the light glinted off the dew on the skin. And I was talking to my girlfriend. She's, she's, she doesn't live here. You've never met her. Oh, I think uh, my girlfriend in Canada talked to her once. Oh, yeah. I wish you could meet my girlfriend. My girlfriend who lives in Canada. <laughs> so, yes, he, he menaces the girl. She escapes from the car. He follows her around tapping his knife on things. I yeah. don't know what that's about. Uh, still in the priest outfit. Still the priest outfit. Still the priest outfit. Yeah. Why is he tapping the knife Ting. on the thing? He's, he's trying to be menacing in horror. He's trying to find her through echolocation. Yeah. Like, like I feel bat. like as this movie progresses, like he gets more obsessed with that knife than we started. Right. And I think there is ultimately when we come when we come to that part that's where I actually believe the writer kind of gave a shit because <laughs> it sort of does play into what's going on. Yeah. Um, but he does not I don't, so far I don't think he finds her. The police run him off. Yeah, he killed. I thought he killed someone there, but maybe not. No, no. he did not. Uh, he she gets away. The she cops did. stop him before he can chase. Yeah, they they chase him off because the, you know the two dudes that you know they found the parked car. The two dudes that he almost run over, like yeah, he's over there. He's chasing oh, yeah, a girl. Right. Yeah, these that's horse, true. These horribly drunken guys who were running around on the freeway on New Year's Eve. Yes, in L. A. Yeah, that he yeah. could have just been like moderately nice to, and they wouldn't have cared. Right. Right. God. I'm sorry. Did you see my friend? Where did she go? Why did Terrible stop? serial killer. He could have right. just driven around them. Or Anything. just run over them. Yeah. He was too fascinated with the knife. No, he forgot he, steering wheel. He work. does not kill men. True. The steering wheel he reminded him of a vagina. That's why he was like, no, I do not use this anymore. I, must... I don't know. He, gave, he helped create a child out of her head, I guess. So Allegedly. Maybe... <laughs> Again, I don't like believe Blaze has ever ear. actually had sex. So Blaze I think, is a Barbie doll. I think she, Derek, um, wait, wait. It was I think Derek um, of the skinny the tie is actually the Christ child. No, it was it was <laughs> don't breathe sex. Uh, Which you either get that reference or you don't. I, I keep don't. going with the, the school movie. I have not actually seen. I have not seen. Oh, movie. we should do that. Um, we'll tell you that if you don't know the reference, we'll tell it to you after. Fair enough. Uh, Turkey <laughs> So the killer evil arrives at the hotel, and there just happens to be somebody who's like in front of him so that he can find out that the hotel is Wait, on lockdown. He, no, he didn't kill the cop. He just knocked him out. No, he hit him on the head with a brick. No, he doesn't kill men. Yeah. Uh, it, it's an expedience yeah. kill. It's not... But then he, he takes the unusual step of taking the cop's clothes, which magically fit him, despite the cop being shorter and fatter than him. Right. And he puts them on long enough to go into the hotel... After which point, he immediately changes his clothes again. Because he stashed a fucking trunk. Oh, he stashed the trunk in the hotel? Yes! Oh, it was I below mean, yeah. the fucking That's elevator right. fuse okay. box. Right. Somehow I missed that. I saw the trunk. Oh, yeah. Never, never no, because he spends the next, you know, rest of the movie playing with the fuse box. So. Mm, that's right. I forgot. Because which, he has a, a screwdriver and nickel yeah. clamps. Which not is like how fuse boxes work. Thank no. you, Lord. No, I mean, not maybe not now. Um, maybe not in then, the 70s. Not no. then, no. No. 
Yeah. I have a I, my. Mom's... See, I don't think it was a fuse box. Though. I think it was an elevator control box. Oh no, but still not clamp. how they work. Right, no, I know. Nipple the, clamps and a screwdriver yeah, cannot the, hack an elevator. Right. <laughs> not even in Bioshock. Oh God, no. Nipple clamps. In, 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 they in were alligator out. clips. Nobody uses alligator clips on their nipples unless they really like. The I thing. mean, tit pig. Well, yeah. yeah. I mean. I mean, I'm pretty sure you could penetrate with those nipples with the could. right bottom. Oh God. <laughs> Do you like it small? Would you like? I guess when you get one of those, like, um, what are the snake bites? Snake, the, 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 the yeah. right oh, yeah, thing. snake bite kits. Yeah, yes. right thing. You can just like. Oh. <gasps> Yeah, okay, peg somebody with your boob. Oh my god, Burp. this is too much. Too much. <laughs> Keep going. Now I'm getting aroused now. Yeah. <laughs> He's smoking a cigar. <laughs> like, <laughs> um, and there's the rub. <laughs> so Diane goes to her room to change from her hideous outfit into an even more hideous outfit. I know. Fuck How? my life. How? Why was there more? I don't there, know. It was, but it was, you I, have to admit, that I was just, worse. I just assumed that was the only thing. That's why she put it on. <laughs> no, no, there was more. No, you know, my ugly, frumpy mommy clothes were at the wait, cleaner. I had to dress like yeah, a no. maniac. But right. wait, there's more. Oh, she, she added this silly fucking bolero jacket. <laughs> it was amazing. Oh my God. And she is accompanied by the only competent oh. cop in the entire movie. Did you notice that? Right. The oh, one. The one who is actually worried and like, right. hey, what are you doing in there? Why weren't you in there before? Right. And, oh, you're not you, on the list. When you scared my son before, I just yeah. stayed in the toilet. Yeah. yeah. Because yeah. I'm not going to come out and introduce myself to the policeman who's searching the apartment. Right. And I, the police is not going to check the toilet. Mm. Right. Well, he was he was rattled because they discovered Derek in the room. And even the policeman was like, motherfucker, you were just downstairs. How did you teleport up here? Right. And how is your ear not pierced anymore? God. Now, it, I did see a hole in it. I did see a hole in it. The power of the pantyhose compels you. Right. Mm. Aww. Aww. <laughs> that's, that's our uh, drag horror movie where... <laughs> Um, now I'm just like the drag queen comes like she puts all her clothes out and she goes the power of the pantyhose compels us New Year's the power stitch. of the pantyhose compels and then she like spins Wonder Woman style and she's fully dragged out right <laughs> and that's just in my head I've just got like New Year's fucking fish. scrappy dude going da 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 panty power <laughs> Uh, no. that's, that's her, not what we that, want. That's when her spanks ripped that's during the third act. And she's like, I have to get my summon out. And she pulls out like Scooby-Doo vitamins and takes one. Are they the gummies or are they hard, that hard powdery shit? They're the hard powdery shit because you it have was, to hear the crunch. Right. That's what calls. So you hear like, and then like it reverberates through and that's actually, when Scrappy like, shows like up. the real users, they grind them up between their, between their stockings. Ah, yes. Scrappy Cornelius Dew. He shows up. <laughs> <Eat it. laughs> You didn't we, know that? We do. No. Yeah. His little name yeah, is Cornelius. Cornelius. I didn't know that. Yeah. They, re- they, re- they reveal that in the Scooby Doo movie. They reveal that more than once. The, um, the live action one with Buffy. I didn't and, even know. I didn't with Buffy. That. With Buffy, yes. With Buffy and, and, and a bunch husband. of other people yes, whose Buffy, careers never survived. Freddie Prince Jr. and. Um, um, what's his face from Scream? Matthew Lillard. Matthew yes, Lillard. Matthew Lillard, yep. Who was in every movie in the 90s that you wish he would I like him. Oh, what is her name from Freaks and Geeks? That was Velma. I love her. I love, it. especially oh. when they tried to put her in the rubber outfit in the mm. second one. Speaking squeak, squeak, squeak. of New Year's Evil, <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, so we're about to reveal the killer. Uh, yeah, so yeah. Diane is sitting in the mirror. She's reviewing every life choice that she has made up to this point, <laughs> except the son who's sitting in the room next to her. Uh, no, he's he leaves in a huff because yes. uh, the, the, the cop, she still wouldn't <laughs> deal with him. Right. Yeah, so he just gets he gets like huffy <clears throat> and leaves. 
And um, he's gonna drink some pumpkin beer and hate his parents. And then you yeah. see the kill the killer comes out of the bathroom wearing this incredible mask. It's it's a fucking like Laurel and Hardy mask. And yes, that is. that audience is the picture it, of it him is a on Stanley IMDb. Stanley Laurel. It yeah. is a Stanley Laurel mask. Yeah. And it's it's a great mask with his knife. Yes. With his with his switchblade. Wait, not Stanley Laurel. It's yeah, Stan Hardy. Laurel. Stan. It's fine. You go. I know. I always this too switch, blade. Anyway, Go. Blade. So he puts away the switchblade and then takes off the mask, revealing to us, but not to Diane, that he that he is her husband, Richard. Her husband, Richard, who was not in Palm Springs, is the killer. And they don't kiss. No. Well, of course not. <laughs> they barely they barely get near enough to each other to be considered married. Kind of. Okay. Yes. Uh, it was Stan Laurel. Sorry. Yeah. Oh, that's right. He called him Ollie, not Stan. I'm glad you didn't. You know, I'll miscorrect I'll, yourself. Ollie was the name of. Of Hardy, Hardy, yes. Yeah. Got it. Thank you. <laughs> um, I, I just always get those two confused. It's a thing. So, uh, so yeah. Then, so then after this reveal, Richard, his name is Richard. <laughs> we said that earlier. Goes yeah. outside to introduce himself to the cop. Dick then, and Blaze go outside to talk Dick to the cop. Blaze. Fun with Dick and Blaze. Exactly. See <laughs> Dick. See Dick kill. See Dick Blaze. See Dick. Blaze. <laughs> <laughs> See Dick. Confuse the hell out of people by fucking with the elevator. <laughs> oh, God. See Dick talk to cop. Uh, see um, Dick be a smarmy asshole to the cop, in which case the cop should have been like, okay, I need to put you in cuffs now because you weren't here before and you shouldn't be here. No, see because Dick. this movie proves momentarily that they don't know how to use cuffs. Yeah, there's <laughs> that. Or anything else. Yeah. See, see Dick feed the cop an easily verifiable story. Yeah, pretty much. Seriously. An easily mm. falsifiable story. That holds which up for about cop, three minutes. Which the cop then does try to verify, right. but only but walks cop. away to verify. Yes. But walks away to verify and then finds out from the dudes, yeah, he wasn't here. Yeah, he, he wasn't That here. son of a bitch, blah, blah, and, blah. And at the same moment, there's a phone, they find out over the phone, like, hey, we just found your husband's car at the drive-in and uh, he stabbed a biker. Yeah, I love that. Oh, <laughs> oh and God. also... This he, movie, this movie tumbles, kidnapped a girl. tumbles really, into a climax. It really does. It really does. It just, just well, falls right fucking downhill. Yeah, it's like when you're walking through the woods and you just fall into a hole and you're like, damn it, a vagina. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, tum- it's, it's exactly it. You, you, you slip on a banana peel and land on a dildo and you fell into a climax. Which is yeah. probably how she managed to get that kid. <sighs> Except it was... At, at it, the age of eight. It was her, it was her dick stick. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my oh god. god richard's just yeah he he fell and managed to be jacking off at the same time i don't know yeah. or he's just a really he's a really prema- premature he's, yeah he's a premature ejaculator so it like slipped in shot out came out it was done yeah <laughs> child right she happened to be ovulating at just that moment right oh my she god. had she had reached peak uterine temperature <laughs> It's like 98 or something. Like, <laughs> and they put that big thermometer in their vagina and they test it. Right. Oh my God. <laughs> it's like the reverse of the ping pong ball trick. Like he just, like he, yeah. was, he was beating it in the other room and she just kind of went. <laughs> <laughs> then that kids is why you always take the condom with you when you leave. Yeah. <laughs> and that's how babies are made. <laughs> 
in this universe. <laughs> That's how emotionally inept, weirdly gay children are I mean, created. This movie was written right. by somebody whose entire idea of sex was apparently looking at tits and going <laughs> because there's like nothing else. So many tits. Because no, you, nothing, think, nothing happened from the waist down. Do you think that's in the script? We should find the script. Van goes by. Woman's tits fall almost out of van. Actually, it's probably mm. written in the script as boobs go by, probably in a van or something. <laughs> <laughs> boobs are seen. You figure it out. You're the director. Actually, it's probably not even that. It's probably just like, you know, written opening titles and the director's like we need boobs yeah. you know, it's like the fifth page in the script is just Al Asterisk in the middle it says boobs appear <laughs> and page 27 is literally just a, like an ASCII art of yeah, yeah. <laughs> just, just boob. done on a typewriter yeah yeah, yeah. it Girl. was it was he he went through a lot of effort <laughs> he did and then <laughs> but I'm pretty sure he also wrote this like in a CD motel on the walls in his own shit no so. no it was, After a, it was like, in his fucking, own semen. With, he had to type while it was like crunching off the walls. With a Bolivian hooker in 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 tow. <laughs> Bolivian? Like fucking vodka and Drano, vodka and Drano bender. Just you know what, Bob? There. Stop taking jobs away from American hookers. <laughs> oh, oh, God. She could wow. be naturalized. She just comes from Bolivian descent. I, I don't think you could pass your citizenship. Uh, you know, interview if it's what's your career? Well, I'm a sex worker in the 70s. Actually, it might have worked. <laughs> yeah, you probably should have been worked. like, slipped your card. We'll meet after. She got her citizenship in Las Vegas. <laughs> so, Diane and the only competent policeman in the entire picture get into the elevator, which has been hacked by Richard, who is the killer who has nipple clamps and a With screwdriver. With a fucking screwdriver. No, but he doesn't. He like attaches the nipple clamp to half of the. Yeah switch which is kind of a bad fuse and then just yeah. stabs it with the screwdriver right because that's how yeah, yeah, medical yeah, connections yeah. work really yeah. does spend an awful yeah. lot of this movie penetrating things with yes. other things and they spend an awful lot of this climax showing you this a close-up right of him jiggling the screwdriver right yes. jiggling did anyone catch was it a phillips or a flat was it, it, flat. it okay poor painting so he does this weird thing where apparently he can make <laughs> the elevator go down really fast and up Yes. He can control all facets of the elevator by jiggling the screwdriver. The emergency brakes don't so, work anymore. Yeah, so he jiggles he jiggles the screwdriver to make the elevator go down really fast, or more accurately, to make the camera guy in the elevator shake his camera, which oh, also yeah. shakes the CCTV camera that so he's we, watching on. Have we yeah. gotten to the point where we talk about when he, like, traps Blaze? Are we past that? We're, We're not there, there yet. We're, there. Oh, okay. We're actually there. Okay. We're getting there. We're basically there. Okay. Uh, so, yeah. She's like, oh my god, I'm passed out because the elevator went up and down really fast. Yeah, so, like, they... The elevator lands, the, the cop and Diane are knocked out. He takes the cop out of the picture. It is now him and Diane in the elevator. It is time for the confrontation. Oh, God. Are you ready to unleash the fucking fury? No, because someone left it at home. <laughs> Pretty much. Yes. It's like I don't like you because you, like, you know, don't pay, t- pay attention no. to me and you, ma- you like emasculate me. It's like when you rented Mortal Kombat from Blockbuster, you <laughs> open the case, and it's that dolphin game. Oh, Echo. Oh. God damn it. Echo was actually fun. It's super hard. Good game. Yeah. It's really good for like calming your, your ass when you're ready to right. go to sleep. Because like, that music. Ah! Yeah. That music was super like whale song shit. It was. It was like uh, John Adams' realness. Yeah. But no. I'm like, no, I wanted Mortal Kombat. It just took us to a really tender, nice place, didn't it? And now we get to the BDSM part because he pulls out the handcuffs. That no one uh, knows how to the use. The handcuffs and the chain he puts around her neck for yeah. some ungodly but then reason. They, the, um, but then hangs her by her hands. No, so he, the All chain, right. he puts the chain around her neck, and then the PA came into the shot and rearranged it so that it was attached to the harness. 
so that it like comes right. around her shoulders, kind of yes. like a vest. Yeah. And then he handcuffs her one hand for like five minutes and just leaves the other handcuff hanging. Right. And then handcuffs her like in between the chains, so she can't really get out. Right. She can't like slip through the chain. Right. Because this is how chains work. This right. is my favorite physics moment where no matter if the elevator's going up or down, she stays perfectly straight. Yes. Yep. She does. Because that harness is not moving. Right. Yep. Because we don't want to kill Roz Kelly. Well, they mm. didn't. <laughs> so the, the the big reveal, the, the, the thing that makes me think there's actually something to this movie, which makes it even funnier. You mean like the 15 minutes of plot that we just got? Well, right. no, but also this is like his, his whole confession his that he does it because he does it because she emasculated him. By having a good career, which he didn't have, because he's a shitty actor, and she's a really apparently popular TV host. Yeah, and also yeah. how she is emasculating their son. Yes, and he specifically the pink the panty hose is, doesn't emasculate she him. She knew he was insane before she married him. No, she yeah, got him didn't. from the sanitarium. I don't think no. she got him at the sanitarium. So no, having watched this movie with the like most of any of us, oh, God. unfortunately, <laughs> what the, the, the conversation goes is that. He kind of was a pound puppy. He um, really was. It was actually like one of those shelter puppies at like a PetSmart. Right. Where there's like, you're like, ooh, it looks really cute in the box. What's it going to be like in 10 years? What's well, going to murder you and your yeah. like two friends because it's not very good at murder. Pretty much. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> just saying. Um, he never found the nun. Uh, All that effort for the nun. All that effort for the nun. Nothing. He nothing. had his doctor outfit and his that nun should feel plan. really fucking good. Though. She does not know anything is happening. But no. But he tells her that he was from a sanitarium, and she did not know. Uh, she is yeah. surprised by this news. So I mean, maybe she, she maybe she just didn't act. I'm pretty so sure didn't she, she didn't really act. Period. You know, <laughs> there was like a brief flutter of her eyes that were like, "Oh, you were surprised." You have to read the acting. I would have been happier if Susie Quattro had oh. been cast in this part. She played Leather Tuscadero on Happy Days. Oh, I um, <laughs> I watched Happy Days when it was on Nick at Night. Well, Pinky Tuscadero was the Fonz's girlfriend, and she was played by Roz Kelly. Oh, okay. She's like a season and a half. And then, like, went on to a spinoff. It was weird. With, like, uh, what's her name? Uh, who did the bounty commercials? Mad Nancy Walker. Yeah, weird. her. Okay. Yeah. Anyway. Oh, that's right. I keep forgetting you're young. What is that sound? That is Mr. Mr. Vomiting, vomiting on the sofa. Oh, Mr. Can which, you not puke on the couch? Which is actually a pretty good way to respond. It is. To it is a pretty good way to respond to the movie. <laughs> oh. So basically, well, the, whole point, the, the, the whole point of that, not that. <laughs> yeah, it's horrible. The point, the only, the point of the of the reveal is just that she castrates him, so he uses the most phallic weapon possible to penetrate a bunch of yeah, women. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, and not kill men because he doesn't want to emasculate them. Because that right. would make him gay. Uh, like his uh, son. Like his son. Yeah. Uh, Who has really so then the cops somehow <laughs> figure out that the uh the elevator powers with the screwdriver. Right. Oh right. And so yeah, there's a shootout at the yeah. elevator panel. Yeah, yeah. The worst mm. like Star Wars level shootout. Oh god, yeah. Really bad. Nobody could hit anybody. No, everyone's yeah. hitting like the broadest side so of that bar next did to they, you. Did they did they did the police actually hit the elevator panel? Is that why the elevator yes. stopped moving? Yes. Yes. The okay. one police officer realized and aimed, you know, for the humongous elevator panel, and I'm right. pretty sure missed a couple times. Of course. Who well girl. the only competent yeah. police officer was knocked out and in the right. next room. Yeah. And, and but not naked. No. Because that was the one in the garage. Um, and then that's when he escapes to the roof. He escapes yeah. to the roof, which is 
strategically then, probably not a good idea. And Never. then the blow up doll falls off. <laughs> oh, the no blood death. Yes. No yeah. blood. The, well, there was a little bit. It just kind of dribbled. I'm like, if you're falling from like a 40 story building. And actually, speaking of like hilarious tropes that need to go away, yeah. the guy jumps off the place, hits the ground. We don't see him hit, but we go to the over, and uh-huh. then we zoom down on him. And but, as, as but a wait a minute, starts to gather. Yeah, around yeah. Really but quickly. wait a minute, have you ever seen the picture "The Most Beautiful Death"? No. Okay, so there's this woman. This is an audio podcast. It is. I will show you the picture though, and we'll talk about it though. Um, <laughs> There's a woman in like the 1940s or 50s who jumped from the Empire State Building. She landed on a car. She looked like she was arranged by a photographer. It was, I mean, it's bound to happen sometimes. But it was relatively bloodless. So, I mean. Mm-hmm. Well, that's probably because the blood was pooling into the car underneath her. Could have been. When you land flat on pavement, the blood is going to pool around you. When you dip into a car, there's something beneath you. Yeah. She also probably didn't hit her head. That's where most of the blood comes from when you die like that. Because weight-wise, your head is going to go toward the ground first. Yeah. Your center of gravity is up here. But yeah, look at that. Yeah, that It's beautiful. I mean... Bloodless, but beautiful. It's a black and white picture. I don't think you can tell where the blood was. Yeah. I'm pretty sure there's blood underneath It's also a black car, too. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, Andy Wyatt got it. It doesn't look like she's splattered. It's glossy. But I guess the 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 crunching of the car buckled under her. Yeah. The car buckled so she didn't have to. I mean, it was just a perfect storm. Or it was like the perfect New Year's Eve party, which this wasn't. Aww. Because when she gets put into the ambulance, Blaze. Yeah. The ambulance driver is. Oh, well. Oh, it's the kid. Yeah, there is. it, It is. Well, so the kid killed the ambulance driver and drove there is, off. Well, there is the dad. there is the one detail that like before before Richard jumps off the roof, he puts uh, on the mask he and does. quotes Hamlet. He does the worst part of the soliloquy, like no com- shit, completely out of context, completely useless. Nothing like, to do with anything. No, like uh-huh. you don't know what you're saying. You're making a reference to something that doesn't make sense. And you're right, about, and you're about you're about to commit suicide. This is why you're a you terrible act actor. Shit. Like yeah. you yeah. don't understand one of the easiest monologues right. in the history. Like, do you remember? So uh, yeah, jumps off the building, and then you clearly see Derek, the kid, uh, the well, yeah, scowl into the camera. Smolder yes. into the camera as he removes his he removes the mask from his dad and, and, and puts it on it, his own head, which tells you a couple of things. Um, and well, obviously you know he's in on it because he eventually does. Yes, he kills the ambulance driver yeah. immediately afterward, off screen. Yeah. Um, but also, well, he, he killed a man. Daddy wouldn't have approved. Yeah, well, son you know, was gay, totally gay. Look at that tie, totes gay, totes. Yeah. Oh my god. Um, oh my god. But Jesus Christ. Uh, so yeah, she's loaded into the ambulance and then we realize that it's being driven by her son wearing the mask. And who's then, going to kill mommy? Blah, and then, blah, the, blah. The, and then the, the theme song plays again. Yeah, it's going to kill mommy in the sequel, which we'll never see. Yeah. So. Yeah. Oh, New Year's man. Evil 2. So I forgot The Assumption one. of Mary. No, there isn't one. So obvi- so, I thought there was. So the theory, well, it's not even a theory. I'm pretty sure this is what happened. So obviously Derek was in on the whole thing. He had to have been. Or he just, you know... How else would he have? He known can that improv that was well. That's how we got the uh, the job. Uh, I mean, he does go on his little five minute speech about I think I'm mentally ill. Yeah, he kills the ambulance driver, and I actually think he actually I think he kills Yvonne too. 
I think it was Derek who killed Yvonne because but he, he figured, has his own switchblade. He did figure it out that and figure out that there. it was his dad when he found his dad dead on the pavement. But his dad had the mask on when he jumped, so he knew that was his dad. But he before. took the mask. He took the mask after. Yeah, he his had dad to. Died. Yeah, he had to know before. Yeah, so he had to have known. And again, I I think he is. I think it was actually Derek who killed Yvonne because Dad was not there. Yeah, and he couldn't have been seen at the hotel. Right. And yeah, it had have, been. And Derek did have a switchblade. He did. And who he doesn't had his in penis this movie? Extension. He did. Apparently, there was a rock concert named New Year's Evil Ten. Yeah. That was in Cleveland. I don't know why I thought there was a sequel to this movie. I don't either. Really? I mean, why there would be? I have no fucking clue. But yeah. uh, God damn it, <laughs> Golan Globus! God, Just... that did take it. That did take a while to get through. I was hoping to rapid Why? fire, but that's okay. I mean, we tried, but fuck, fuck <laughs> me, God! This so, movie. Was... I love Golan Globus and Canon films. This, I mean, some stuff. of those films are awful, awesome, but yeah, they basically made Jean Claude Van Damme. What do you think of this movie? <laughs> uh, on a pure schlock level, it is somewhat enjoyable to sit an MST3K. For that, I'm giving it like one star. Because it's still not good. It's not good at all. It's literally one of those movies. I mean, it's on YouTube. I, nobody has the fucking rights to this except Amazon. I'm like, nobody oh, wants this movie. Nobody wants sure this movie. Amazon has the rights to it. They're just like, probably not. We, it's on Hulu, so it's probably owned by ABC, Fox, or NBC. Probably, but it's I don't It's probably a a Universal. I don't care. This was... I don't care. Actually, it was distributed in the first place by MGM. So that means Universal that. would own it now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Um, I don't know why I remember so the, NBC, the card. Yeah. 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 It's one of them owns the rights because it's That's on Hulu. It's on Hulu. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm just like, fuck. Apparently, me. apparently, it aired on Turner Classic Movies at one point because the version that I saw on YouTube had obviously been recorded from there because the TCM logo pops up every now and That's again. hilarious. Yeah. Probably in one of their because they do Halloween movies. They do horror movies in front. They of do. Halloween. Yeah, but New Year's Evil. I think there's a history. I maybe they did like the you know several Silent Night, Deadly Nights, and a Ginger Dead Man. This was yeah. still a pretty early, a pretty early in the realm of slashers. It was only like six months after Friday the Thirteenth. Right. Yeah. So this was before there was a, like a slasher villain because right. Mrs. Voorhees was in that. Right. Right. And. But where... Friday the Thirteenth did it so much better, and you didn't really even. But and Kevin Bacon. Yeah. Well, I, just watching him die makes me happy. Um, wow. Kevin Bacon's face irritates me, and I don't know why. He married, what's her face, and I love her. Yes, I yes. love her. I do love. How Shira's do I know like. that? I don't know. I don't even know who she is. She was on The Closer, which is one of my favorite shows ever. Oh. She is an actress. She is. She is a good actress. Yes, I, mean... I, I do love her. Um, so, but no, I really out of the, I, I, it's really two fucking hat pins through the ear, uh, not two, one, one, one hat pin through the ear, just like she have some pink pantyhose, one pair of pink pantyhose, one hat pin through the ear. Bob is one and one. So what's uh, right. wait? Which which ear is the hat pin going through? Because you know if you do it on well, well, whatever. Wait, which, his was his right. Which which side is the one that supposedly like in the eighties right. everybody thought made you gay? Right. right. It was his right ear. Yes. yes. Yeah. Left was straight. Oh my because god. I'm not gonna lie. My dad totally like got his ear pierced on the left because of that and told me to do the same. <laughs> Obviously, neither ear is pierced, so I never tried anything. Well, I got my ears pierced. I did both. I did both, but <laughs> the right didn't. The right got infected so i took it out so yeah, yeah i actually had just my left ear pierced for a long time look at you being in the closet pretending yeah weird yeah. right and who knew I, well yeah but then i then i sized it up and put my boyfriend at the times um 
former PA into the hole in my ear. So I figured that's... Oh, I was really hoping this story was going to go into his penis one in your ear, and I was like, that's why it's your ex, isn't it? <laughs> what movie was it where somebody got killed like that? Oh, it was a screen, uh, scary movie, too. You're right. Thank you. Yeah. Wait, no, it was the first scary movie. I've never seen Scary Movie 2. But no, go it's on, in, Maybe it happens in both. I know it happens in the first one. Does it happen Remember, in the first Remember, kids, one? Go on Globus brought I know us Superman in the 4. Too. <laughs> well, there's a thing. Go on Globus, like, they would buy up they would buy up properties that had been successful and then, like, produce shitty sequels. Oh, God. They, did, they produced Death Wish 2, but not the original Death Wish. Oh, no, it is Scary Movie 1 because it's Scream 2 yes. where Omar Epps totally, like, is, like, peeing and goes, oh, I heard something in the stall. Let me go check it out. Yeah. Right, yeah. And that, so I just feel like he should have been killed that way. Yeah, he got, the second scary movie was when he got the dick in the head. No, the first Wasn't scary the first movie, one? Scream 2, is when right. Omar Epps right. didn't get they the didn't, dick in the head. Yeah, but they didn't but, start but doing But totally that. had a gay moment where he's like, someone's making noise in that stall. I gotta right. go look he through did. the hole and he then did. get <laughs> stabbed. Yeah. yeah. Totally on the down low. Yeah. Um, so my rating for this movie... <laughs> Yes. Sideway. No segue at all. Segway. Oh, God, my life. I was... Sedgwick. I was about to say that. Well, Sedgwick over to your ratings. That's our six degrees of Kevin right here. I So I think alone, this movie is boring as shit. I really do. Like, watching it by myself because Paul like got super sick last night, so he wouldn't watch it with me. No, you do need to watch it with Yeah, watching it just by myself, I was like, it was on my phone. Like, I know this movie well enough, so I don't have to pay close attention, but I did need to rewatch it. But just, like, there's a lot of funny stuff. There's a lot of stupidity and just, like, great. This is, like, a group of people with some, like, bad food, but good pizza and bad popcorn and just making fun of this movie. So much booze and weed. So, uh, yeah. I would totally, I mean, I give this movie, because I can't watch it alone, which there are a lot of bad movies I can, that I can enjoy them. This one, Jack Frost, I can watch that alone because it's just enjoyable. This not. Like, I just can't get right. an alone vibe with it. So I, I fully give it three um, Switchblade combs. Mm-hmm. When of, you watch it five. with other people? Yeah, well, only with other people. Uh, that's why you need the comb so that you can right. look better. Right. Um, and by the way, I waited the whole movie because I forgot if this happened or not for the dude to pull out the switchblade and it be a comb for that joke to come back. Right. No, they never did. And they never did, yeah. They no. they, they totally lied to us, Chekhov style. Yeah. Like, the, like they swapped it at some point. And yeah. he goes well, to try I, and kill her with the switch comb. Two, you know, like he would pull it out and you think he was going to kill someone and it'd be the comb and he'd like comb his hair. Right. Oh, that would have that that been good. Yeah, I, I waited for it. Um, I rewrote this movie way too much today. Did. Well, yeah. you, the director, were pretty much everybody involved. Yeah. <laughs> like, why not? You know? Why shouldn't you get on, on that gangbang? Everybody else got it. Oh. It's interesting that you were like, oh, yeah. Review. It's weird to me that Review. you couldn't watch it alone because I watched it alone and I was just like howling. That's because you song. howl at everything when you're alone. No, I really don't. No, I hear you at night, quiet. Andy. I hear you at night. I don't. You that's, howl. That's not. Uh, I was for comedy. I was laughing my ass off though. Like this whole you movie, cackle a like a maniac. I am a loud laugher. You are. Yes. Yeah. You get the cackling verb because I moved out. Yeah, you're right. So, yeah. but I, and I did, and this movie made me cackle like a motherfucker. No, I love this movie. I've only oh. ever watched it alone. Oh, I there. can't get other people to watch it with oh, me. Oh my god, this this should be a staple for New Year's Eve watching. Yeah, you should put this on at your parties. 
Uh, and actually, if you put this movie on at uh, some specific time that I just made up, a totally interesting thing will happen right on the stroke of midnight. It's fabulous. Yeah, try it, folks. It's a meme. Next mm. year. Memes. Right. Do it. After you've listened to this and waited a full 365 days. Exactly. <laughs> but this is everything I love about schlocky 80s schlock schlock. It's so I mean, I, fun. Again, there are some hilarious things about this movie. And I, I yeah. love talking about it. I love um, noticing and... and recognizing yeah. the horrible that is this movie yes. but as a movie itself i like well, like alex said i cannot sit and watch this alone again the I reason won't. why the reason like the reason why i love this and some other shocking movies i don't is i think everybody was actually trying they were really bad at it <laughs> yeah i feel like everybody tried they, and i think that's why it's so fun yeah um, they totally went home that day and were like yeah i did a really good job on the shoot yeah, today man. you know like, they were into it nobody was in it for a pool they no. shouldn't no um someone was in it for a pool they had to be I'm not yeah. sure. someone had to have been smart enough to read the script and be like no this isn't gonna be i don't good. think they had a budget right. they didn't have a pool size budget this was canon films yeah. yeah. So, um, so they, they could maybe afford a couple of grams of coke. So I'm having, I'm having, I had and so much, so fun. much blush. I had so much fun watching this movie, and it's just, just slightly smarter than dumb enough to, to hold my interest and make me watch mm. it again. I will probably end up watching this every year. I honestly. still don't know how you like this better than Jack Frost. I literally just explained it. Because people people tried in Jack Frost, but and I I mean I don't need to have that argument because yeah. I understand yeah. the difference. Yeah, this movie was a legitimate attempt to make uh, another holiday horror movie, of which yeah. you know April April Fool's Day or April Fool's Day, Happy it, Birthday to Me, Mother's Day, Mother's Day. And yeah, it, it it failed horribly, but it failed beautifully. And yeah. So yeah, I am giving this movie a. F- Full four out of five nipple clamps just for the sheer entertainment uh, value alone. Uh, it is not a good movie, but you no. knew it wasn't going to be a good movie because it says Golan Globus in the front of it. Well, you knew it wasn't going to be a good movie because the title was New Year's Evil. Evil. Right. Yeah. So, so like, but you, it also tells you kind of like what kind of bad movie you're in for, and it is yeah. the best kind yeah. of bad movie. Yeah. No, this, this movie actually is the perfect movie to watch for New Year's Eve after you've watched Silent Night, Deadly Night. Mm. For Christmas. For yeah. Christmas. Like, this yeah. is that same kind of, like, they were trying to make a good movie, and mm-hmm. this is what happened. <laughs> right. But again, do not watch it alone. I wouldn't recommend it. Yeah. I would just say, at least you have one person. It would be funnier with people. Yeah, because yeah. then you can at least riff together. But it was pretty funny on my own, I will say. As we've explained, you're not missing plot if you talk over the details. Right. So, oh, God. Yeah. No. Nope. There's, like, three plot dumps, and one of them is useless. Yeah, <laughs> completely. So, next week, join us for Mother. Mother. I wanted to wait for Mother's Day for that, but no, we can't. No, it needs to be talked about now. So, so, on that note, uh, if you need to contact us, lay eggs in our brain, uh, threaten us with switchblade combs, uh, just email us at bob at candycoatedrazor.com. You can visit us on the web at uh, candycoatedrazor.com. You can see me on Twitter at, at candyrazorbob and find us on Facebook searching for Candy Coated Razor Blades. And you can reach me on Twitter at SandmanHorrorFan. That's X-A-N-M-A-N HorrorFan. And you can email me personally all of your horror thoughts because I know you guys are clamoring to email us at PodcastHorror at gmail.com. <laughs> and you can find me on Twitter if you want to at me or slide all up in my DMs. 
uh, at oh shut up Andy O H shut up Andy. You can follow me on Facebook. Follow don't friend because I don't need friends. <laughs> but I do post on Facebook in so. life. Yeah, ever uh, and also. Wherever you happen to be listening to this, do not forget to like, subscribe, rate, review, share with your friends, share with that homeless guy instead of giving him a quarter. <laughs> and if you are a continuous listener of ours, please communicate with us however you choose to do so, whether that's talking to Bob in person or if you happen to know me or Andy and you listen as well, you tell us. If you me. like this new format or yeah. if you liked our older formats We're better. We're still working on yeah. this stuff. We're making so it up as we go. your feedback would have a direct impact because no one else is giving it, so literally. Yes. Right, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> so on that note, um, Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Well, it's got to be better than 2017. Don't say that. It doesn't know. have to it doesn't be. Have to we be. all I mean, said the same fucking thing about 2017. Did. I did not. I mean, it's going to be a year regardless. Ups, downs, sideways. It's going to be a year. Hopefully, we can end the year by replacing a lot of Congress. Everyone grassroots your senators and get Democrats in the House and the Senate. Exactly. So, anyway, now that we've made our political plug for the year, bye. Bye. (laughs) No. The Candy Coated Razorblade Podcast is distributed under Creative Commons License 3.0, attribution, non-commercial, share alike. Visit us on the web at www.candycoatedrazor.com. Theme music for this episode is 13 Monsters by Lightning Bolt. Visit them on the web at www.laserbeast.com.